Welcome back to the Mint Door Podcast, where we unlock the door to whole person well-being. We're your hosts. I'm Dr. Laura Schwinn. And I'm Dr. Karen Tyndall. And today we have a remarkable guest joining us. She is a beacon of inspiration and a certified burnout speaker, Lindsay Van Sickle, also known as Lindsay V. Now, Lindsay is no stranger to the pressures of modern life and understands firsthand how stress can hinder our productivity and dampen our passions. Through her captivating keynotes, she dives deep into the unsaid truths that fuel burnout, providing professionals with the tools to reignite their original passions. Yeah, now Lindsay's insights are born from her own journey, which she candidly shares in her groundbreaking book, The Black Book. Her vulnerability and wisdom make her a sought-after speaker, captivating nationwide audiences. In addition to her work as a burnout speaker and author, Lindsay also serves on the National Speakers Association Mountain West Chapter Board, contributing her expertise to the professional speaking community. But that's not all. Lindsay is a devoted wife and a loving mother to four children, finding joy in outdoor adventures with her family, And her passion for life shines through in every aspect of her work, inspiring others to embrace their true potential. Today, we are fortunate to have Lindsay V here with us, ready to share her insights and practical strategies to help women in dentistry overcome burnout, rekindle their passions, and create a fulfilling life both personally and professionally. Now we're going to delve into the mind and experiences of Lindsay as we ask her to share her unique perspective on two fundamental questions. These questions aim to provide our listeners with valuable insights and guidance from someone who has achieved success and recognition in the industry. So whether you're just starting in your career or a seasoned member of the dental industry, we're sure Lindsay's perspectives and advice will undoubtedly provide valuable insights and inspiration. So without further ado, let's open the door and welcome Lindsay Van Sickle, the burnout speaker extraordinaire to the Mint Door Podcast. All right, everyone, we are here on the Mint Door Podcast and so very honored to have Lindsay V here with us. Welcome, Lindsay, today to the podcast. Hi, I'm so excited. Thank you both. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, it's, uh, it's our honor. So we are going to jump right in and um, start with our very first question, which is, what insecurities have you hidden behind your professional mask? Oh, my goodness. Which ones have I not? <laughs> there, I'd say the biggest ones, there's been so much in insecurity with comparison. Right. In my field, there's, I do speaking training for, you know, dental groups. There's so much you see everyone else. And how do you not, there's been a lot of, oh, I, why can I not be there? I can see that for myself. Uh, why is it slower than I thought? Um, you know, so of course we try to mask that I have, um, feeling like, if I'm not happy and not feeling really fulfilled and joyful, then that must be a problem. That's been a big one, a big insecurity that came from when I was really young. It goes along with, you know, an insecurity feeling down or anxious. I've thought that's a problem. That's not how I should feel. 
right? Uh, or maybe that means that I'm not meant to do this, or I'm not meant to be successful, or something's wrong with me. Uh, those are some big ones that have been kind of sewn in throughout a lot of things I've done. Mm-hmm. When when you talk about those, I, number one can relate to each and every one of them, but um, when you when you hide them and you put on a persona of n- those aren't things you should be feeling, you know how how does that make you feel in those moments? It's the most invalidating feeling, even though we're so tempted to, for me to just push it away, to say, no, I'll just, I'll put on this mask. I'll wake up every day acting like I'm happy, acting like things are fine. Right. But when under the surface, it affected me so much because I knew the truth subconsciously, my heart knew the truth, right? Mm -hmm. The truth was I'm anxious. I'm scared. I won't make it. I feel like something might be wrong. Uh, and that is what created so much pressure and tension in my life for a long time. That's really how those insecurities affected me. It's funny it, to look now. It wasn't the insecurity wasn't the problem, which I always thought it was, but it was that feeling that it shouldn't be there. Uh, the effects of it, like you just said, the effects um, and all of that, all of what that created, but like the beliefs behind it, the pushing away caused so much pressure, the hiding. Mm-hmm. Mm. What did that pressure, did it build up to anything? Did it, how did that affect your day to day? Yeah, it built up so much. In fact, I didn't let myself really look at this. Most of the things I was feeling or really how my life even was with a real perspective until I was in my late 20s for the first time, and that's where they had really, really stacked up. Like we talk about these, I talk a lot about these unsaids, the things in our life that we don't talk about, that we don't say. And, you know, you think like, well, what are those things? Am I looking at them? And for me, it started when I was young and childhood is I, you know, maybe we're not picked for a team where we don't have the friends we wanted or as a teenager, right. We could say a million different things. And so by the time I was in my late twenties, I just, they had compacted and stacked so much. It was like this feeling of holding these like bursting closet doors shut or like corks underwater because uh, that anxiety was the pressure and all of the ideas behind all of what was going on. Mm-hmm. I love that analogy of corks underwater. Mm-hmm. Oh, can't you, you? We've all felt that, right? Yeah. As soon as you push one down, another one comes up, and you have to go push that one down quick. And oh, yeah, yeah. That's a that's a great picture. So you're you're talking in the past of these insecurities that you had, but how have they led to today and shaped who you are now? Well, I'm so uh, the I don't like I'm like a fighter for looking at the unsaids. I get so passionate after p- pushing them down for so long and being raised that it wasn't okay. Um, I just there's such a value to me to look at what's real and what's really going on. And every time I feel scared of like I still do all the time, like what's behind this door? What is this saying about me? 
then I feel that fire of like, I'm going to follow it. Mm -hmm. And this is what I speak to businesses about, because I know if I follow it, it's going to lead from being in pain to power every time. So it's led me to, rather than fearing it, to facing it head on. In fact, even Harvard Business Review, I just read this article they wrote that said, like, if we don't face our fears head on, they will take us down. Mm -hmm. So it's given me that. Um, Another thing it's really given me is this, this appreciation for my own journey, my own path. I wanting it to look like someone else's for so long and then kind of running through what that would be like for me and the, the pressure and the tension of not having things how I thought I did and how I saw them in other people that gave me this realization and this love that like this satisfying feeling I feel inside is because my journey is my own. Mm -hmm. And so it's given me an appreciation for that because I really don't think I'd feel this excitement, this satisfaction if I was following these ideas of someone else, Mm -hmm. but because they came from my experiences and things that sound cool to me, people I connected with, um, then I'm having fun and I'm feeling satisfied, which I hadn't experienced until, you know, the last few years. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I'm curious and thank you for sharing, by the way. Um, you're because, welcome. You know, when you're sharing that, you know, I can, I can just feel that in myself as well. You know, like you said, Karen, you, the the corks, I, I think of the closet, like the bulging closet door. Um, but what was your turning point? What was it where where you said, you know, what was your rock bottom where you said, I'm going to start facing these fears? And what are some techniques that you used um, in those in those beginning days? Like if somebody's out there listening and they're like, okay, it's time to face my fears. How do you start? Yeah. There was a pretty pivotal time in my life where I talked about my late 20s a minute ago. That was really where I just couldn't contain it or hold it in anymore. I was starting to we like we've all been there like yell at people, feel not enjoy my kids, not be able to be present with people. Um and I was so anxious and so depressed. I realized in that point, I don't know what what was next for me, but I could tell this, this pushing away wasn't going to lead me anywhere. Good. I could tell all of those other things were happening. And there was even a specific day where I remember, I think I might've even told you ladies, this story, I was sitting on my bed and I could feel those closet doors. Those I could feel the pressure, the weight on my chest. And my legs were crossed. My big, nice leather journal was sprawled open on my lap. I had a couple kids at that point. I could hear them running around outside my bedroom door. And I was planning to write these mundane, these boring details of life. But but that pressure was, it was so real. And I could feel those feelings of like, I'm getting nowhere. I was, that was a rock bottom for me out of really just, I just remember such a desperate feeling and not knowing what was there, but this unexplainable urge to just, what is it? What is going on? I even told myself that I was going to rip a page out of that nice journal. And I just said, I'm going to just say it, whatever it is, don't know what it is. So scary. I'm going to just give it words, just be free for a minute. What even is this? You know? And I even 
before I did that, I got off of my bed. I like tiptoed over, peeked out the bedroom door, making sure my kids weren't watching. Like I locked the door. This was a, so scandalous of a feeling to me. It, it it just was. And I I sat there and everything that felt so unfair and unjust and I was disappointed with in relationships that I wanted to be different and heartaches and friends and all that stuff that I had never, ever let myself feel. I just, I unleashed so much of it. It was three pages front and back, just mostly scribbles, but my mind knew what I was saying. I didn't judge it. I was I was finally just free and unleashing it. It was just this kind of out of body experience for a minute, you know, to never, ever let myself look at it and say that the feelings I always felt weren't okay, weren't okay, weren't okay. And then suddenly to just face it head on, I, I started to feel relief. And after, I don't know, it was only about 15 minutes, I filled up those pages and I just tore it into teeny pieces. I remember, and I peeked out the door again, I took it to the outside garbage, you know, threw it all in. And I'm thinking, okay, like, I don't know, I guess I'll just move forward with my life as normal, put on my masks again, act like everything's fine. But things started to change then just with this simple, simple step of giving myself permission, like finally just to see and to say what was already there. I was, it it was a line in the sand. I I didn't push myself away that time. And the next day I started to feel this pressure, this stress set in. And I remember reaching for that nice journal again and giving myself permission again. That's a big key. I talk about when I speak is that permission to say what's real, what's really going on. And I could feel the grip of all that tension of all those years start to just slowly loosen a little bit. I, still like the feeling was like, Lindsay, thank you. Like, thank you for finally just saying what was already there. Mm-hmm. The relief we, I thought it would come from this big, long process and a lot of money, or maybe it wasn't even possible. And it, it came from inside from starting to look at these things. So if you want a quick and easy technique, you can set your timer for five minutes and sit down if you want the prompts that I realized help me get to the nitty gritty the quickest. I put them in my book, this black book. Mm-hmm. But you can get a regular piece of paper. You could do this right now and ask yourself, what is something I'm fearing or pushing away right now in my life? Right? Or what am I hiding from? Mm-hmm. You can just pause this right now and write that. And then because you know the paper is going to be shredded, it will allow you to look at, to say the things that you really wouldn't say otherwise Mm -hmm. without judgment. You don't use punctuation. You don't do spelling. You don't think through it. You let your mind be free. And for five minutes, you just let yourself say whatever. Um, When the timer beeps, you just breathe deeply and tear that paper shred right now. I call it into little pieces. Your mind knows what to get rid of your mind and body know what to do. Throw it all away. Right. I think the biggest comment I get from people that do this is, whoa, I I thought I wouldn't know what to say. And it was already at the surface, like everything was just there to be said, almost like it was just all ready to happen. Mm -hmm. Um, There's some instant, you know, ways to feel relief and 
I I would say my one uh, my biggest other tip to fill a technique to fill relief right now is it's so counterintuitive to me all over all the years I never would have gone to this but it's this age old thing of just like slowing way way down leaning into something that's joyful having fun you know tomorrow my daughter is going to stay home from school it's like they're half of the school is going to the amusement park and her and I are just going to have time together. We might go to a movie. We might paint our nails. Um, just be. And my old self would have said like, Lindsay, there's so many goals you have to do and so much work. And how could you, how could you relax? How could you do that? But the thing I keep finding and this is so exciting to me is the more I stop and I just stand in the grass or I just sit with her and be with her tomorrow these ideas come in, the stress relief, right? The joyful things, all the things I keep wanting and pushing for to work when I'm working hard, those come in with play. And that is such a secret to me. I wish I would have known that has come in this past year. So it's recent. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's it. That, I'm kind of blown away by your answer because I've just absorbed so much in the last <laughs> as you were talking there that it they're just super simple easy things to do mm-hmm. so um, really 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 easy things to do I mean Laura and I we're both fans of the the black book yeah. um, so that's the happiest thing to me right there I love it so we we love how that works you have um a special offer for our audience yeah starting that I'll give it a, yeah on yeah, share, share it tell it. us tell us I will. it's on lindsay v so l-y-n-d-s-e-y-v.com i have my black book on there and if you use the code shred the lies all in caps you can get 20 percent off you know that's Thank you. Really generous. Thank you. We'll make sure that that's in the show notes. So shred the lies Mm -hmm. and uh, you can get 20% off this awesome black book, which Karen said is the only book that gets smaller as you use it, um, which is the intention of it. But, and I think of this as almost um, a mental declutter. Mm -hmm. It so is. It's 2023. We just we can't, we just can't go on in our lives without looking at things. We won't get the promotions we're wanting, the clients, this clear mind. How are we going to connect, you know, with everything going on that builds up? Mm. We have to clear it. And it's, oh, when that clutter is cleared, right? I love in our mm-hmm. minds, every the possibilities and the, the openness. It's Yeah, you can see better. You can feel better. You can connect better. Just... And and then be better equipped to enjoy those moments when you slow down. Such a good point. Oh, fantastic. Awesome. Well, um, just we want to highlight where people can find out more about you. So your website is, like you said, lindsayv.com. And we'll put that in the show notes. And then you're on Instagram, too, at lindsayv underscore. Is that right? Yeah. And same with Facebook. I'd love to connect if, you know, on any of the questions or if you feel like this is something that could help you. I just love when people find the power in it. Yeah. Yeah. And do you do workshops with people or do you, how do you? 
I do hour-long training workshops and mostly in dental workspaces where we go through this process. We move from feeling shut down to really showing up in life and in with them. You know, it's a lot of hands-on stories and it feels like a relief after we're done. It's, it's fun as a group. Mm-hmm. Oh, that sounds great. So yeah, reach out to Lindsay and set this up. Um, start facing your fears. Mm-hmm. One, one step at a time. Do some shredding. Check out her black book and connect with her on all the socials. Thank you, Lindsay, for bringing this um, revolutionary way of simplifying our life and living better to the world oh you're so welcome thank you Laura and Karen thank you it's been super fun yeah all right everyone we hope you found some encouragement from our chat with Lindsay today and as always know we adore you so we hope to see you on the next episode of the Nick Door Podcast bye everyone bye